0: good morning good morning um once again to those who have joined us um this is uh, bailing ministries um ignite prayer call and i am prophetess latasha pratt um the humble servant um am blessed and humbled to be able to uh, move forward in the presence of the lord this morning um before I begin teaching, I feel I feel on me to pray before we get started. So we'll I'm going to say a word of prayer, and then we'll have our teaching, and then we'll pray out. God, we bless you and we thank you, God. We feel your presence even now, God, and we give you glory, Father. We ask God that you will hover over us, hover over this call, hover over. Um, This release, Holy Father, we ask, Lord God, that you would come forward, that you would speak, you know what your people need, you know what we need, oh God, that you would bless us, that you would disseminate what we need to hear today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Once again, thank you who have joined us, who pressed your way this morning to be with us this morning um, on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. Um, Coming off a a very um, busy weekend, but we're grateful to God for strength um, to be able to move forward this morning in this word um, for our focus. Our prayer focus this morning is when God hastens. Um, When God hastens. We want to talk about it a little bit. Um, I am excited about this because um, I was able to look into the very nature, not of just um, God or and of his word and his relation to his word, as it relates to us. And there are some very powerful things going on here. So I want to go ahead and get started um, in the book of Jeremiah um, is where our first verse of scripture will be coming from this morning. I'm going to focus on the... Um, 11th and 12th verses, so that's Jeremiah 1, 11 and 12, and I will be reading from the Amplified Classic, um, Jeremiah 1, 11 and 12. It reads, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch or shoot of an almond tree the emblem of alertness and activity blossoming in late winter the 12th verse then said the lord to me you have seen well for i am alert and active watching over my word to perform it why this is exciting and I'm, and and this is the reason why now one of the things that we know this is a very familiar scripture most of the time i'm coming from Uh, verses of scripture that we have read and heard um, quite often but what excites me about this is the symbolism um, this morning Uh, what am I talking about okay so here is Jeremiah if you have ever read this particular uh, chapter um, you understand that this is the inaugural conversation God is having with Jeremiah What that means is this is the conversation, that the discussion where God uh, lets Jeremiah know who he is. This is Jeremiah's awakening as to who he is, what he's called to do, why he's called to do it, and in the manner that he's called to do it. Now, notice how specific God is and thorough um, in his, speaking in his direction and making jeremiah to know and to understand so you can read that read that conversation in the beginning of this chapter but when we get down to the 11th verse he said he asked jeremiah what do you see jeremiah identifies the branch or shoot of an almond tree okay let Um, examine the properties of the almond tree. Here it says that the almond tree is the emblem of alertness and activity blossoming in the late winter. Why is that significant? Firstly, um, the fact that the almond tree is able to blossom in late winter, anybody who's ever been in winter, anybody who's ever lived in climates where you have what winters, cold winters, understand that nothing can grow in that environment and that climate. But here is the almond tree that is able to blossom. You will see its buds um, in late winter. That means it's coming. It blossoms before anything else. As a matter of fact, when you see the blossom of the almond tree, that is actually the announcement that spring is on its way, spring is here. So for this cause, in the Hebrew, they call the almond tree the shaked and what that means is their, their nickname for it is the hasty tree, or the first tree, which means it comes quick and it comes ready. Okay, it's the first tree to awaken or to announce a new season It is very important. Um, and very exciting. So here is it blooms in January. What blooms in January? The almond tree. Nothing blooms in January. Um, and it, by the time it March gets around, it is a, it has its full food. So they have you'll see almonds in March. All right. So we said that it's the announcement that spring is here. Um, that it uh, the its name means hasty and the awakener. Okay. This is. Um, significant because remember I said the conversation the Lord had with Jeremiah. And for those who just joined us, we're in Jeremiah 1 right now, and we're focusing on the 11th and the 12th verses. Because remember, this was the conversation where Jeremiah, the Lord awakened Jeremiah as to who he is, what he's purposed to do, how he's purposed to do it. So the almond tree um, represents that awakening, but also, um, as it is spoken here in the 12th verse, the almond tree, remember, is the emblem of alertness and activity, blossoming in late winter. The almond tree also represents the nature of God in relation to his word and the intent of his word. We see this in the 12th verse, where it says, then said the Lord to me, you have seen well, for I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. Let's hit some definitions. God is saying he is alert. alert. He's quick to notice any unusual and potentially dangerous or difficult or impending circumstance. Um, alert means to be watchful for possible danger, right? And he said he's alert and he's active. Engaging or ready to engage in a physical pursuit, energetic pursuit, which means he's ready for whatever. I'm from Miami, so that's what we call it. He's ready for whatever. Pursuing and occupation or activity in a particular way. So the Lord is saying, okay, I am also alert and active, right? And why is this important? Why is um, God uh, making it known as to how what his posture and his stance is concerning his Word it's very important when we think about um the Word of God. Um, why is he letting us know um that he hastens in the in the King James says King James says he hastens over his word, he hastens, which means to be awake, to watch, to stand guard, right over his word to perform it, to make it happen, to come to execute it, to prepare it to bring it forth, to cause it to yield, to cause it to be maintained, to bring it to pass, to accomplish and pro- procure it. I am alert and active watching over my word to perform it. All right, we're gonna go into um, to the significance of the stance of God and why, why it's, it's so powerful. Um, we're going over to Isaiah 55 why does god take the stance of hastening or watching over his word to perform it isaiah 55 uh, we're going to focus on the 10th and the 11th verses for as the rain and snow come down from the heavens and return not there again but water the earth and make it bring forth and sprout that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, 11th verse says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, which means without producing an effect or useless, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper in the things for which I sent it. Okay, uh, prophetess, okay, Tasha, we know this scripture, we've, we've heard this scripture. What are we talking about? When God hastens. Why it's important um, that we pull out um, and make note of God's stance as the watchman over his word is because of the effect that what he speaks, what he disseminates, what he sends, and what he does. Um, the effect that it has on the receptor, whether it's us, whether it's the earth, whatever he sends his word to, there's an intent behind it, right? So um, when he is uh, getting ready to accomplish something, um, he has an intent behind what he's sending. And when he sends it with the properties, with these properties, it is with the intent for it not just to be an event, um, not just to hit uh, an instance or circumstance, not just to regulate a moment, but the reason he hovers over that scene, the reason he guards that thing, the reason he supervises and oversees its movement and its projection, its progression is because he intends for it to have a long-lasting effect. What does that mean to me? Uh, how does that fit my life? That means that whatever God has spoken over my life, whatever he has spoken um, in reference to me, um, whatever, which means that he has an intent, he speaks his intent. His intent, that word, that promise, is to um, provide a long-lasting, to maintain a certain quality of life. It is not just for a moment. It's not just for, for me to shout when I hear it in church, and and then the, then it goes away. Nah, that's not his intention. It's not cosmetic. It's not for him to be seen. It's not for him to say, oh, I'm God, and um, this is what I, I'm gonna do, right? His word is intended to have a long-lasting effect. The promise is supposed to change the quality of my life, and it is supposed to have, and it, it's supposed to continue to change in perpetuity the quality of my life. Let's break it down. 10th verse says, and this is how he showed it to me, I hadn't even seen this before, um, what the effect of his word is intended to do. 10th verse says, for as the rain and snow come down from the heavens and return not there again. But water the earth and make it bring forth and sprout that it may give seed to the sower, listen, and bread to the ear. All right. So let's look at this example. If we look at the earth, we find God's word, um, how powerful and uh, effective the word of God is and in, in its intention. What do you mean? how effective God's word is in nature. Look at the example of how it moves in nature. So here he used rain and snow, right? So here he tells the snow to go to the earth, He or the rain, go to the earth. He appoints the time when it will come, to what degree, how cold it's gonna be if it's snow, the temperature of the rain, right? And how long it is going to be in the earth how lasting how does long does the snow last how long does it rain how does it how long does it last so and according to his intent it comes from according to his direction and instructions it comes down from heaven does whatever he commands it to do on the face of the earth right? And it does not come back without accomplishing what he intended right so why does he send the water to the earth he sent the water to the earth in order for the earth to produce not just um like i said cosmetic not just for an event but if there's an intent behind the snow there's an intent behind him sending the rain that's for the earth to produce food, the earth to produce food for us, right? This is just in nature, right? So he brings it forth. He allows it to produce. Uh, we're able to produce. Um, their products come from uh, from this, all kinds of products that, that we know, right, depend on the rain or the snow, the water, right? And it gives bread to the eater. We're the eaters. Right, and then the the sower or the eater, right? We use the seed from what was produced for to um for maintenance to for a longer lasting effect, so that we may have food. So not just for now do we have food, but we have food for the future. This is the, is the intent of Him sending the rain. Okay, so in the same manner, he said in an 11th verse, so shall my word be as powerful in my mouth, right? It shall not return without the intent. What is the intent? To give me a better quality of life, but not just for a moment. And I think this is where we miss it when it comes to expectation. When he speaks a word over our lives, when he gives us a promise, it is not momentary. It is not just an event. It is not just for show, but it's intended to have a lasting presence and a lasting effect in our lives. What am I saying and why? What I'm saying is if God... Um, hovers, if he takes the time and takes the stand to hover, to watch, to oversee um, his word and his promise until it actually manifests, then our expectation should match the stance. So when God hastens, when he hovers, when he executes, when he performs, when he watches, when he stands guard um, to make sure uh, this word comes to pass, then of the expectation, um, we should take the same stance to match, right? He's not coming just to put a Band-Aid on our situation. He is also coming to give us a lasting remedy to whatever our ailment is. Okay, whatever the situation is, it's not a temporary. He does not send his word or his promise to give us just a temporary fix or a temporary effect. But it is in order to change, transform our lives um, continually and perpetually. So the promises of God, this is the assurance of his promise. The the assurance is it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Whatever his intent is, whatever he sends it for, it shall prosper. How do I know? It's because he's going to make sure it prospers. That's why he takes the stand to hasten or cause it to move. Right. And the other thing is in his hastening, it's the timing of it is always going to be now some now for us on in our earthly side, we always, whenever we're waiting on the promise, we, we say that, you know, we've been waiting, 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 we're waiting too long. You know, you heard the, the mothers in the church say he may not come when you want him, but it's always on time. Why? Because in actuality, when God sends the word, it's always you, um, always before um, something, um, and before opposition comes, he'll send a promise. He'll send his word before the enemy starts acting up. He'll give you something to hold on to so that you can make it past the opposition, make it through the turmoil, make it through the test, make it through the trial, an assurance to hold on to. And in actuality, remember what happens with faith right now faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen what am i saying what i'm saying is when he speaks it to you even if you don't have it in your hand it tangibly when he speaks the promise it is already in existence it's already there it just needs to manifest this is what we have to understand and the and that's the other reason he takes the position to guard it and to hasten over his word, to hasten, cause it to come forth in its time and in its season. Okay, so here we are. Let's recap before we go into prayer. Um, When God hastens, number one is to awaken us or make us aware of who we are in him, why we are, why and um, not just who we are, not just what our purpose is, but also how we are going to be who we're supposed to be, and this is the nature of His Word. When He sends His Word and sends His promise, not only is He talking about what He's going to do, but how He's going to do it, and what the intent is. What is the intent of the promise? The intent of the promise is to transform our lives, is to give us a long-lasting, better quality of life. So whatever you need and whatever um, he spoke, whatever the promise is intended to satisfy is in perpetuity. This is forever. This is an eternity. This is not a quick fix. This is not a—he's never sending anything to you um, to give you just a temporary uh, move or a temporary change. Uh, This is the reason why, once again, he hovers, oversees that thing. He stands guard over that thing. Um, uh, That's the reason why he'll do battle for you when the enemy comes and tries to snatch that seed or snatch the promise away from you. Um, this is the reason why He fortifies us. And this is two raise Why are we talking about this this morning? Because of what God is doing. Remember we talked about going through last week and changing our mindset about going through it. And this morning, let's change our expectation of the promise. Let's change our expectation, our stance, of what the promise is going to do. Remember, it's not temporary, but it's going to provide a long-lasting change to our quality of life. And right now, I am ready to pray. God, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise, we magnify you, Holy God, and we thank you, God, for your promise. We thank you for sending your word. You sent your word and your word heals us. Your word provides change and transformation forever god we humble ourselves in your presence this morning and oh god we ask lord god that you will forgive us for anything that we have done or said god that's outside of your will your word and your plan in any way if we have misrepresented your character forgive us oh god creating us a clean heart renewing us a right spirit because we are a people who desire to be who you have called us to be and to do what you have called us to do holy god but we cannot do it without you and this morning we want to say thank you for your word thank you god for your promises Thank you, God, for your stance, Lord God, for for overseeing, for protecting, for guiding your word. We thank you, Lord God, and we're going to match. Our expectation this morning is to match. Hallelujah, what your intent is for your for the promise. Though it tarry our expectations. So, God, we pray today for those, Lord God, hallelujah, who have been waiting on the man, manifestation of a promise today, oh God. We pray, God, for renewed strength. Hallelujah, we breathe life, we breathe breath. Hallelujah, we breathe strength. Today we speak strength to the expectation of the promise that it will come, hallelujah, and that it will be accomplished. Whatever your intention is will be accomplished. Whatever your plan is will be accomplished in our lives no god we thank you because it's not just going to satisfy one aspect of our lives but it's going to be a chain reaction and it's going to satisfy multiple situations it's going to satisfy multiple issues lord god it's going to bring healing in multiple places in different aspects of our lives and we bless you god for the intent, we bless you for your promise. Now, God, I pray for those who are on this call. Glory to God. For those, Lord God, who have been in expectation of your word and your promise, Lord God. I pray right now, Lord God, that you will cause an awakening. Father, that you will strengthen our faith today. In the name of Jesus, God, I ask for the blessing, Lord God, for those heart desires, Lord God, the households that are represented. Let the word make, make manifest. Father God, even in their homes, whatever you have promised concerning their families, whatever you have promised concerning their jobs, promotions, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, the quality of life, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, whatever the need is, God, we ask, Lord God, that you address the need. But God, not just the need, provide the overflow, Lord God, so that their quality of life might be changed forever. We are in expectation expectation of a change in our quality of life we are not looking for a quick fix today holy god yes our expectation god is for this thing to change forever that we would not have to revisit want again we would not have to revisit lack again god we would not have to revisit illness again oh god in the name of Jesus, we will not have to revisit insecurities, oh God, and we will not have to revisit low self esteem, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. But, oh God, with that your word, hallelujah, that you will provide a long lasting effect in our quality of life, our mind, our body, our souls, our emotions, our intellect. Yes, God, that you will bring complete healing and wholeness to our lives and our finances, healing and wholeness, our health, healing and wholeness. In the mighty name of Jesus, hasten over your, hallelujah, your word to perform it, God. And we give you praise and glory and we thank you. Father, we give this day back to you. In Jesus' name we pray and we ask that you would lead and guide us to the place of provision for this day, we thank you for renewed expectation. We thank you for renewed hope. And we thank you, God, for a faith that has been strengthened. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and before we end the call um we just want to remind you that we are partnering with pastor leroy mcdowell and the gate restoration center in their 31 day spiritual challenge so if any of you um are on the line this morning uh from his congregation who would have any questions about anything that was discussed or prayed over Will give you space at this time. Or if you're not a part of the congregation and you want to make a statement concerning, or, or you have a question concerning what you have heard this morning, you may do so at this time. Okay, praise God. We thank you for joining us, those of you who have joined us on this morning, and for those who will be accessing the replay. God bless you, and have an amazing day.